You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I keep thinking, though, that like if Ben, it's kind of a shame that Ben Affleck won't make another movie as Batman because I think they should just keep making the suit bigger and fatter. <laughs> like he should just get bulkier and bulkier and bulkier until gradually he's just like mecha Batman. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, now, um, I, think I want you to Batman understand Batman. You, are, you are describing a suit he basically wears in Batman v Superman. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm thinking of that suit, but you keep yeah, making it bigger so that them. he's like, right, so that he's like David Byrne and stop making sense Batman, right? <laughs> like, he's just, like he's got the big bat suit. Yeah, I want like, oh. I'm putting together a team. Ugh. Ugh. Like, Ugh. And I'm going to, I'll stay here. You guys got this. <laughs> We're mostly going to meet over Zoom. Don't worry. Think of the increasing <laughs> meal tie-ins yeah. you could get out of this movie. Impossibly large and larger. Like, impossible <laughs> Batman. Like when the impossible Batman burger. <laughs> Does that mean it's not made of meat? Oh, no. It's definitely <laughs> No, it's, it's made It's made of pummeled hobo. <laughs> they would have to. They would have to take DC's deal away from Burger King and start making it with Hardee's. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah, Avail- no, I... available only at Jack in the Mother Box. Shut down, full cast. You are listening 
is the internet's only college football podcast. If you'd like another one, I'm going to quote Batman here. Too bad. He doesn't say that, but I just wanted to do that voice. I am Spencer Hall. Um, hey, Jason Kirk, my, my, my official co-host. How are you doing? He might say that at some point. The movie's four hours long. Um, cannot confirm. Like, if you told me at some point in this movie, Batman does a speech about uh, any topic, I, I will say, yeah, yeah it might have. I, I finished watching this movie literally uh, now nine minutes ago. Oh, God. Right it's before fresh. we pressed record. Oh, oh, oh dear. Yeah, coming in oh, hot. You, oh, dear. Oh, you are, are you coming okay? in hot. Are you okay? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling awesome. All right. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I feel like I just watched 100 music videos in a row. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. So like the whole time I'm watching this um, and, and so like we'll, we'll get into why we're talking about this, but the entire time I'm watching the four hour Schneider cut, which I believe we all have, I was like, man, this dude was born to make music videos. And I don't even care that like it, power mm-hmm. metal is the mood, but apply that to any genre. I don't care. Country, pop, whatever. Just let this man make music videos. He's done. He's done a four hour movie. He's done with movies, please. He's All also right. done fine. many music videos, which I believe may be one of the roots of one of the problems here. Well, I would so, say one of the gifts that could be better applied elsewhere. Mm, yes. The society, I think, made a large mistake when it told Zack Snyder that the first 10 minutes of Watchmen were super fucking great because now he just made 39 of the first 10 minutes of Watchmen all stitched together. And we decided collectively that it was okay to call that a movie. I have so many thoughts about this movie. That's that's good because, um, as you know, the NCAA men's basketball tournament and the NCAA women's basketball tournament are both going on right now. So naturally, we thought the thing that we should discuss as a college football podcast would be the four-hour-plus-long Snyder Cut of Justice League. Ryan and I which can at least play It is a college football movie. We didn't really think that going in, but yes. We didn't yes. know that going in, but all right, no. your mm-hmm. folks, you're in spoiler zone because who gives a shit? It's four hours long. We could, we, could tell you, we could tell you literally everything we remember, and we wouldn't spoil the whole thing. But yes, they're no. at Cyborg is a college football player playing against the Wisconsin Badgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zack Snyder, of course, is from Green Bay, Wisconsin. I guess that's why. I had to look that up. Oh. I had plenty of time during the four-hour runtime to look that up, but yeah. I did not know that. Okay, so that makes a whole lot more sense. So By it's the way, a college football movie. Yes, it is. By the way, it shows Wisconsin uh, losing. In the snow. Uh, in the snow, which, as we all know, hmm. impossible. Not happening. That's how you know that it is a work of fiction, not a documentary. Additionally, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think Gotham City University, based on the kind of like overtones I got, they're Rutgers. That's that's what I thought. They, that's their Big Ten. So they're this is a conference game. They're Pitt. They're Pitt? Oh, yeah, they were totally... Well, remember the Steelers? Oh, have yeah, stood in yeah, for, yeah. The Steelers yeah. have stood in for the Gotham's pro football team earlier in the DC universe, and... You know the uniform colors, and yeah, they're they're supposed to be pit. And also, you know, they conducted themselves rather pitfully. Yeah, because look at what if we, if we say that Cyborg is a pit player, right? What does he do at the end? He he comes out of nowhere to destroy the fucking stand-in for the Infinity Gauntlet. I would also like the the play in which Try I like that we're calling also him Cyborg. Cyborg has to charge. Well, mm-hmm. I like that we're calling him Cyborg in this part of the movie because Shit, it is suggests that not his that- name. 
No, it is, but it oh. suggests like the football scenes happen before he becomes cyborg, but we're making it sound like a cybernetic superhero is playing college football. Ah, well, that did happen. Funny to me. Aaron, Aaron Donald. So that's yeah. true. Yeah, um, that's, that's Larry, Larry Fitzgerald. Aaron Donald is like an analog cyborg. But yeah. the 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 winning the game winning score that cyborg scores. That's basically the same score. That's the same thing that happened when Indiana beat yeah, Penn State, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> like There's it's a fucking, almost exactly the, the same. Yeah. The the thing that was unrealistic was like a Wisconsin linebacker does a jump kick. Like, come on, dude, Wisconsin, yeah. a Wisconsin man no. leaving the ground? No, their shoulders shoulders <laughs> low. Low man wins. A Wisconsin man is not flying through the air. But otherwise, does, yes. Uh, I mean. The superhuman density, right? The superpower of all Wisconsin football players um, really prevents them from doing that. Did you happen to notice what play they called on what down in that game? <laughs> Did you notice this? I noticed my you ears, noticing it. Yes, because my ears perked up real big when they were like, okay, so final play of the game. And I was like, down to distance, right? I'm like, what's a down? What's the distance? I need to know. It's fourth and one, <laughs> right? And what do they call? They call a run. Okay. Okay. Cyborg gets the ball. And then they show it. It's actually fourth and 11. Like the way the marker is Go set out of up. bounds. They call, yeah. Okay. The, okay. Uh, listen, lots of things. The markers were set up wrong. Run out of bounds. You have six seconds. Yeah. He had plenty of time Come on, on the man. clock. Um, Showboat. Yeah. And instead, instead, of, instead of getting out of bounds and giving them, you know, multiple downs, perhaps with like six seconds left to get a shot. Glory Boy tries to go for the pylon, which he gets, but he was lucky I, to get that. Okay, he got it. Two, two things. Two things. First, I insist that you introduce Cerber because I want Cerber to play a role in this episode. <laughs> hey, Captain. Make all it right. happen. I'm here. Second yes. of all, <laughs> hello, Cerber. Second of all, I am not going to brook any negative commentary about Cyborg because Cyborg does the greatest shit in the whole movie. Do you know what that is? What? He he gives some random poor woman a hundred thousand dollars. Imagine how many times money. Batman could have done that. <laughs> yes. and never does that. Yes, never so, does that. This somebody I saw somebody else say this on Twitter, but like this is basically the only one of the few times you see like <coughs> a superhero actually like just help an ordinary person. Like if redistributing not, resources. Yes, she's not being kidnapped. She's not being like held at alien gunpoint. She's just fucking broken, just been She's evicted. She's a mom having a hard time. Mm -hmm. Yes, and he just gives her a hundred grand via ATM hacking. And does not say a thing about it and also doesn't kill any women about it. Yes. Because Batman. he's a big tin man. That's what big tin That's right. men do. In the community and in the weight room. Cyborg okay. does it all. And he doesn't need to go to the weight room because before he's made of robots. Before we go further, I want to go around the room real quick and see what everyone, what their background was was coming in. Cerber, you first. Which of these have Bat you seen? Background. Background. Correct. Uh, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and the original cut of Justice League. I've seen all three. Okay. And how did you feel about the original cut of Justice League? Uh, it was horrible. Awful. Okay. Okay. Um, Jason, same questions to you. Uh, none. Uh, DC, DC movies, none. I liked Aquaman more than anyone okay. I know, and okay. that is about it. Okay. Holly? I had seen parts of Man of Steel, Okay, and 
I thought I had seen a lot more and I had seen Wonder I've seen both the Wonder Women. Sure. Uh, and I saw Aquaman in theaters, but in terms of the movies that directly influenced this plot line in their entirety, none. Okay. I thought I had seen a lot more. I just kind of figured I had watched them at some point. But I discovered while watching the movie that I, I was watching the movie and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't seen anything. Okay. Or Spencer. maybe the movie made me feel that way. It could be It could be both. That's fair. Um, yeah. Spencer. I had seen I had seen Aquaman and I'd seen Wonder Woman. I had not seen any of I'd not seen Man of Steel. I had not seen any I'd not seen Justice League. Okay. We saw Aquaman in the theater. Yeah. It okay. was worth it too. It was fine. Um I like Cerber have seen all three. I will say Batman v Superman and the original cut of Justice League were both, oh, this movie looks terrible and I'm on an airplane and it's free, so I will watch it. That is how okay. I experienced both of those movies. Mm -hmm. And I will agree with Cerber that like, while I don't necessarily have good things to say about the Snyder cut, y'all, the original cut of this movie is so bad. So bad and so boring. It's and it's worse. Th it's worse than this. Yes. So it let is, us discuss that because that yes. is the movie that was like, basically, literally not finished. Does right? it feel more like a movie than this? No. One? No. Okay. Cool. Cerber, Cer Cer you weigh in here, please. So I, they brought in the guy that did the Avengers movies, right? And part yeah. I think of the charm of maybe of the Avengers movies, is like Robert Downey Jr. and this like quippy like back and forth that exists between all the characters and they tried to bring that into this movie too but i don't think any of these actors are really good at playing the real person that they are like they're decent as superheroes because you can put almost anyone in an outfit and say you are a superhero because you look good and mm -hmm. that and that's kind of so i think they tried to do that and it was like so cringeworthy the entire film is just cringe like, it is just dad joke after dad joke after I, this is weird and, and quirky. And you, it's just, it doesn't work at all with, like, Zack Snyder shoots darkly lit, you know, 300 style movies. And they tried to make it into a really suicide squad or whatever. So they tried you know? to make a Marvel movie that looks like a DC movie? 100% because yes. Marvel, Marvel movies are super successful and everyone has been down on DC movies for pretty much since like the dark Knight rises, right? Like no one's really gotten behind a DC movie except for like since the dark Knight, and like a couple people, you know, everyone's pretty split on everything. Whereas it seems like the Marvel movies have this huge fan base. Like everyone agrees. Like these are fucking awesome. Yeah. Even the minor ones. That's, that's the thing is you go, Oh Wow. Man. It's not even the minor ones. It's like the minor one, the lower stakes ones are where they let people get weird, and that's how you get Ragnarok, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you get Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Okay, side question. Did anybody else note several points during the movie where, as we are wont to do on this podcast, people were pronouncing it Superman? Yeah, no, there was a little bit of that. Okay. Right? I think I, I caught, did, one, who, who I caught one Aquaman. Um, uh, Microplane Thanos. What's his name? Yeah, Steppenwolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just said a lot of weird shit. Like when yeah, Batman yeah. comes in in the little plane, he said, get his carriage. Not a carriage, like, what idiot. What the fuck, man? Oh, okay, okay, so like there's a thousand little things I want to get here. I do have one thing to get off my chest before we do that. 
which is this, that I wasn't going to like this. Why not? Because I, I think DC just make is it's dumb comics. All their characters suck. Is that like, what it stands for? Yeah, that's what it stands for. It stands for dumb comics. They were like the Coelacanth. They were the comics that came before other good comics you came just along. Keep invoking Animal Crossing, different Animal Crossing fish. I do. Yeah, they. That's this I, is the extent of, the of his education at this point. I'm starting it to is. understand the gaps in his wildlife knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, this is the pro. Like they were the proto comics, and then they just kept going. Right. I don't find like I don't find Super Jesus to be an interesting character. I don't find homeless like guy who beats up homeless people for fun to be particularly interesting. Right. Well, I guess you're not reading Batman Friday. Yeah. Well, I mean, Batman Friday is good because y'all have the proper attitude and reverence or lack thereof toward Batman, right? Batman deserves no reverence at this point. He's had enough movies made. Um, he's a damaged, stupid character. And, you know, like even Wonder Woman, like the Flash is like the only interesting character to me. And that's because um, they got a really good guy to play him and they had a really good show on what, CW? Uh, yeah, the one thing that I think the... DC has done consistently well is that all the CW television shows that I have seen are really good. Yeah. So I was not, I'm going to make fun of this. I was never, ever going to uh, be won over by this. It wasn't going to happen. I think these characters suck. And I think that's actually when people like, uh, this is actually a backwards way of me going, I think everybody should cut these people some slack because the original material blows. It sucks. I think part of the problem with that is, and it really manifests itself in this movie particularly, but it's also in Batman v Superman, which is Jesus. That's a, a real fucking slog too. Um, the characters really aren't allowed to have any fun. Like part nope. of what makes Mm-mm. the Marvel universe entertaining is that you get the sense that Tony Stark is having fun being Iron Man. Sometimes it's because it's a coping mechanism because he is also like a very damaged person with, you know, abandonment issues and substance abuse and whatever, but he's having like, there are times you're like, yes, being Iron Man is fun to him. Being Spider-Man is fun to Peter Parker. Like most Captain America, even like within a certain framework of like patriotism and honor, like it seems to be enjoying what he's doing. There is nothing about with the exception of the flash. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes Aquaman, but not really that much in this movie. Like they're not having fun doing things that they're doing, and it and it's like I get that. There's only so much you want to watch other people be sad, especially yeah. um now. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay, the only time Superman worked was the original Superman with Richard Donner, and that's because you get the feeling Batman, or you get the feeling that Superman. Uh, saves people and he's like, oh, it was cool. <laughs> like, right. you know, like, right. And that's Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve was an actor who like, when he did stuff as Superman, he was kind of like, oh, that's neat. I, you know, got G, G golly williker. I'm an indestructible good guy and this is great. That was the only time it was fun. And that, that is not Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's a beautiful man. Henry Cavill does not look like he is having any fun at any time. I, would like to now explain the circumstances under which I saw Man of Steel because I recommend it to anyone. I saw it at a midday matinee uh, at Atlantic Station, which is not a particularly technologically adept movie theater. And I was almost alone in the theater and then into, into the theater right before showtime, like right as the lights were going down, marched like 
two rows, two full rows of drag queens on some kind of like retreat or reunion or something and provided loud and wonderful commentary for the entire movie. Uh, this is how I recommend taking this in. That would have made Justice League a lot better. Mm -hmm. it, I, I missed their presence dearly. The other uh, reason the why I, I think Man of Steel actually isn't bad is because like Michael Shannon's the, the villain in it and he's not CGI Michael Shannon. He's just, he's General Zod. He's just him with like a weird beard. And so he gets to be like very scenery chewing. He gets to just be like, you know, magnetic and weird and all those things. And like this movie, I mean, microplane Thanos makes Steppenwolf sound so much more interesting than he is. He looks a lot more interesting than he is visually. Yes. Also, like that was that's a cool costume. Congratulations. I'm not reading all that. <laughs> the entire time, by the way, you find out that he's not even the bad guy. He's not even no. the second bad guy. Yeah, that's the part that confused me because I texted Ryan and I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" He's okay, so guy. that that is a difference from the from the original cut. In the original cut, they just make him the bad guy, but because there has been no, you know, like. The Avengers, I mean, shit, Thanos doesn't even really play a meaningful role in an Avengers movie other than, like, you know, some very short scenes or some post-credit shit for, what, like six, seven movies or something like that? Yeah, he yeah, doesn't really pop up until right. uh, the end of Avengers 1, I think. And, yeah, and then there's, like, there's a lot of buildup that sort of goes into that before you see him. Steppenwolf like has never is not really mentioned in the other movies is not really somebody that they've built. Oh up really? To. Okay. Yeah, yeah they just sort right. of oh, okay, dude. Because okay. my single that favorite thing like... about my favorite thing about Steppenwolf is nobody says his name for fifty six minutes. And yes, he is, he's, he's, like, he's frequently supposed... on screen. Like we yes. see him a lot. We see him fighting and everything. Um, but it's like, I mean, I. I know who it is. I don't. <laughs> but if yeah. if someone doesn't know any of these characters, are they gonna? But that's awesome to know he was never identified until then. No, um, it's yeah, it's that just... makes me feel a lot better because I was like, am I supposed to know who this is? The uh, so for me, I kind of viewed it as like if you were watching Infinity War and or Endgame without watching the rest of the MCU at all, um, yeah. and like yeah, everyone knows most of these characters so it might be a little bit easier to do it with dc than with marvel um because you know absolutely everyone knows at least like three of these characters um i mean i i came in thinking like i i wasn't expecting to like it in in, in any traditional uh definition of like i was expecting to like you know laugh the entire time or whatever but uh i, I I hate it a lot less than I expected to. I'll, I'll put it that way. Yeah, same, um, same. Actually. Four like, four hours of not being bored. I'll say that. The the like I think Cerber will back me up on this one. The the original cut is bored. Like nothing happens. Mm -hmm. It's so boring. Well, the 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 purpose of the original cut, right, was to like set up another movie. Yes. They didn't expect everyone oh, to hate it so much. Have you read the Vanity Fair story that quotes that? It's the start of the second paragraph. And it quotes Zack Snyder as saying <clears throat> that Justice League was intended to be, again, I am quoting here, part of a five-part trilogy. <laughs> That's 15 movies. Five times I three. feel like I have spotted, I feel like I have spotted at least part of the problem. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
I think I think a lot of problems that come from Justice League that differ from Marvel and Avengers is like Stan Lee created all of the characters that are in the Avengers. <clears throat> like he is he's he it's like it's all of creative vision of this like one dude. Whereas yeah. like in DC, it is like so like Schuster and Siegel made Superman, Kane and Finger made Batman, and like it's it's all by these different people and then the really the only reason for Justice League was like, well, let's throw them all together and make a bunch of fucking money on it. Like, it's another comic we can just come out with. Whereas, like, Avengers have, like, more clear identity of what they are. Whereas, like, Justice League can only just be, well, here's a shot of this superhero doing the thing they do. And here's a shot of Batman doing the thing he does. And Superman doing the thing. There's never any, like, togetherness. The, the team dynamic guys. is pretty weird. They're basically yeah. Florida. They're like Florida State, but they look like Iowa. But <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 one 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 picky nerd note when we say Stanley, let's also throw in Jack Kirby. There. Jack, Jack Kirby, yeah, yeah, Jack, Jack Kirby. Kirby. The God the team me. dynamic, like it, it felt for me like, um, whereas Marvel, the Avengers, when we're on movie twenty four, it's like we know the team dynamics very well, right? Whereas this one is like. Mm-hmm. like Okay, they're th- th- slapping together. Batman and Superman are best friends. Like, okay, there's a long comics history there, um, and like Superman and Wonder Woman respect each other. And okay, long comics history. And they try and do like uh, Cyborg and the Flash are the kids of the group. So you know they're like slapping together all these dynamics. Um, the one I liked was actually during the fight scenes when I think they did a better job than Marvel does of presenting most of these characters in the team are super duper super powered, and then there's a guy. Marvel struggles to do that with Hawkeye and like they'll make mm-hmm. jokes about it and he'll he'll literally say like I'm a guy with a bow and arrow why am I here okay I'm gonna go blow up a hundred things and it's like well okay you're actually super you know super powerful even though you're not whereas Batman in this movie is like completely outclassed everyone knows it. he knows it. he's not trying to fight against it he accepts it like that's his role I thought this movie did a good job of presenting Batman as just a guy who buys stuff where was Batman during the final battle Winded. He's just winded. He's like, hold no, on. No, like, where was he? So he, which, so which he, final battle? He blew up. That's the a t- great question. The, the, the non-dream one. Yeah, that um, was. I was pretty lost. Uh, there. Yeah, I, I can't even talk about what happened at the very end. <clears throat> no. Um, I think so. So the thing that like also doesn't work for me about the team dynamic is that you know the Avengers movies they use Nick Fury as the prism for all of it. He is the recruiter. And therefore, like, none of the Avengers have to like Nick Fury because they're not really working with him most of the time. He is the boss. He is, like, the government stooge, whatever. And so you can sort of have some natural conflict or you don't have to worry about, like, Nick Fury being, like, necessarily a hugely fleshed-out character. There are movies where he can sort of, like, come and go. This movie... Like, wants you to believe that Batman, not not just any Batman, like old, tired, deeply depressed Batman, <laughs> is this is has like the charisma to build this super team. And, and to its credit, it mostly shows him failing. Mm-hmm. Like, mostly he's bad at it. And it's only like the urgency of the situation that really makes it work. But it's just like, it really, it's, it's not, you know watching this for obvious reasons i was like you know the fast and the furious movies do a a pretty good job of establishing yes. that like 
everybody looks up to Dom or everybody looks up to the rock or Brian or whoever, like whoever the lead, whoever the leader is in a given situation. Like there's a feeling of, okay, this is a respected person. I don't really get that sense about Batman and most of these other characters. I think characters. the thing the thing that almost sort of worked is they bring in Wonder Woman really quickly and yes. present her as like the co-boss, right? Yes. Because like she recruits Cyborg, she kind of recruits yes. Aquaman, and like Flash goes along because he's like, oh, big guy has. Yeah. Yeah, she learned it from Dom, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. And like and like Flash is easy to recruit. He's a kid, right? Yeah. And then Superman, you just have to uh, bring him back from the dead. That's easy, and then he's on your side. That's how it works in. Uh, most video games. I will also say that uh, I did not understand why they, and still do not understand why they recast the flash because as previously stated, the CW television shows are one of the only good things DC has done recently. But I think the kid that they recast uh, the flash as was delightful. Yeah. I, I, this is about as to Batman as manager, there's a a couple of scenes. Bat manager. Which everything in this movie is said two or three times. For instance, Batman Wait, says... Because we started saying it as a joke at one point, and then characters would start repeating things. Right. So at one point, Aquaman will say, that's why you brought us here. Bruce Wayne will go, that's why I brought you here. <laughs> and then... And then Superman will go, that's why we're all here. They but will say that. Like, there are so that's many like dumb... A tip- that's like a typical trait of shitty male co-workers, is they will wait for somebody else to say the good thing, and then they'll just parrot it and pretend it was their idea. Then I guess it's accurate dialogue, but I will also say, <laughs> it is classic, real idiot movie behavior when you're like, yeah, you gotta say that, like, five times. You gotta get that, like, you gotta get that in there. That, that, that has to be absolutely clear. The exposition in this movie, if you took out the exposition <laughs> Dude, in this movie, yes. you would have, you would have, have a great music video. You would have eight Dude. sentences. Dude, so my two favorite exposition things, all right? One was when Wonder Woman is giving Batman, it's probably like exposition dump number like three, but it's her main one. I think everybody gets one. Um, it's the one about like the, the ancient battle, Zeus is there and whatever. Oh my God. Uh, what? She, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she's giving it to Batman, and I'm like, I would really like it if this was the other way around because Affleck's Boston accent is kind of coming and going. You know, I'd really like him to say, <laughs> "So the fucking mother boxes." <laughs> Air, Air, wait, I his Boston do, accent do, pops up so many Aries times, especially early accent. on. Yeah, Some, I'm not authorized Aries for that. In that accent, I can't. The, do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Spencer, the Aries, you, buddy. A- Ari- Aries, Aries. <laughs> It sounds Irish. like Irish, I guess. The Aries. other one, the other, ex, ex, the other expo dump I really like comes two hours and thirteen minutes into the movie when someone asks Cyborg something and he says it's a long story and Aquaman's like I got time and I'm like fuck so do I I'm gonna be here for two more hours dump the expo let's go <laughs> give but me again, more information. This is where okay. if you go back to the original cut of this movie that they put into theaters and were like this will make lots of money. It has the opposite problem. Cyborg and the Flash have no backstory whatsoever. They're just like, here's a robot man and a <laughs> poor community college student who can run super fast. They're here. Don't ask any questions. They just like walk in the door. It's like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating that much, but that is basically <laughs> what it is. Yes. <laughs> they are such. It's, it's, like, here's the fucking robot. That's it. And it's not even like it's not even like in the Avengers where like 
look, Hawkeye and Black Widow don't have a ton of backstory that's given away either, but at least the Avengers has the decency to be like, yeah, they already work here. We didn't have to go recruit them <laughs> and explain them. Or they, fill, or they fill things in. They're like, hey, remember that time at Budapest? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Budapest. You're like, yes. ah, something that went terribly wrong Which for Budapest. Which is funny. And there's not a lot to explain about them. Right. No. Like, here's right. a guy with an arrow. Got it. No, right? no, this would be this would be if they were just like, oh, Hulk's in the Avengers. Don't worry about how. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> there, so in addition to that, like everything, things that don't need exposition or clarification get three, sometimes four different lines of dialogue, like MST3K bad kind of like repetitive, like what's a stapler? That's a stapler. It's my stapler. It puts papers together like that kind of exposition and that's real bad and awkward etc however the thing that blows my mind is they don't bother to explain the flash but i get this whole thing on like i really did expect at one point when he's like so he's a genius and he's a football player and i expect it to be like the history of gotham city university's football program <laughs> walter camp the in Panthers. the year 1889 yeah teaching teaching the option at Gra gotham city university beating john heisman's boys from georgia tech along in story first the 1920s the wisconsin 1920s was invented in yeah yeah oh. Like at every point, it was a lot of book reports and some very, very muddy graphics. It's a clippy, it's a clippy ass script. I see that you're about to encounter Cyborg. Would you like to learn more about Cyborg? I well, would. Also, I would, and I would appreciate it in music video form. Thank you. It's also yeah. so much unnecessary exposition. Like, cool. It's great that Cyborg was a college football star. It's also completely meaningless. There's not even like a like, oh, here's a funny like football-y thing he will do. No, that doesn't happen. And like, because he's basically 85% metal human, like who cares if he was strong and fast when he had his whole body? That seems irrelevant. There are so many things like that where it's just like, guys, for a four hour movie, really we could have picked some things to thin down. Really, please, here's could we the have other done that? thing too. Not only did Vanity Fair estimated the budget that they had to redo this movie at two hundred and seventy-five million dollars, not only did they have that, but this this whole remake was not done on a clock. They were not rushed. They were not on any kind of production timetable to get this thing out. They had all the time in the world to make this movie fit together better which means that it's this way on purpose. But they didn't have any external impetus for that. Is that that's the flip side, is that they mm. knew they weren't going to have to put it in the theater where people were going to say, Jesus Christ, I'm not going to buy a ticket for a four-hour movie. And they knew that the parts of the internet that wanted this cut to come out were going to be thrilled that it was four hours. Yeah. There was, they weren't going to be like, oh, this is too long. Dude, we would not be podcasting say, if about gave, it if it was a tight two and a half hours. That's no, true. No, that is true. If they, gave, if they gave Han a four-hour movie, I would be just dancing in my seat. Sure. My, um, I'm talking about Han from Fast and Furious, not Han Solo. Don't talk to me about Solo. I don't want to listen to it. Solo is fine. Let's move on. No, Solo, was, Solo is pretty good. The, um, okay. I loved this movie from the first frame onward when uh, the very first thing you see is this film is presented in a square to ensure the integrity of Zack Snyder's vision. I was like, fuck yes, I'm on board. Everything that happens from here on out that is good, I will unironically say it is good. Everything that is bad, I will say, 
I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we're ensuring the integrity of Zack Snyder's vision. And in fact, I think I'm going to go around saying that in my day-to-day life, you know? Like, oh, 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 I, <laughs> shit, I, I knocked over Why the punch bowl. Well, I am ensuring yeah. the integrity of Zack Snyder's vision. I oh, oh, my dog shat the carpet? La- well. Yeah, I didn't put the laundry away because that wasn't part of Zack Snyder's I got to ensure the integrity no. of Zack Snyder's vision. <laughs> you know what I thought about right as that warning came on the screen? Christopher Nolan had to watch this movie. Because <laughs> he's like a, he was a producer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He like, Christopher he... Nolan had to watch this movie. Because <laughs> he's Batman's father, dad. adopted father. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because Batman's we're dad another died. Another Batman movie in like eight months. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, do you think they're gonna kill his parents again? I just wanted to see Christopher Nolan cringe every time the score kicks in because. The score. Oh my Christ! I made it to the 19-minute mark of this movie, for the record, before getting up and storming out of the room because the music was so. Uh, you could tell how out of phase the music was, even on non-theatrical speakers. And no, let's say the music <laughs> wasn't hitting right. How about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I um, thought the music was great because it's like four different scores that they would all put in as motifs and none of them fit together. So there's a bank. Sure, let's have the Wonder Woman theme. I love that. This was like an appetizer sampler. It was. Superhero appetizer sampler. Anybody who hasn't watched this movie yet, watch it with the captions because literally any time an Amazon appears on screen, it says, Lamentation playing. Yes! (laughs) Every time time Gal Gadot so much as looks at something, he goes like... Like, and then there's like three different times where it's it's it, it's it's like up tempo rock playing, and it's like no, nah, bro, you are not describing it. This is wrestler create a theme entrance music, is, bro. Yeah, no, there's like when in the hostage scene where terrorists yeah. are going to do something bad yeah. for extremely it, vague it's reasons, fucking right? <laughs> <laughs> it is so close. Oh God, I forgot Which, about that whole scene. That is also, is, that is another example of a scene that like those people play no role in the movie it's not but like that terrorist group comes it's just i oh god <laughs> there's so much shit like this where i'm like you're not advancing the plot you're not really telling nope. us a ton about the characters in these like we get it wonder woman is super fucking powerful and doesn't yeah, like it when kids that. get shot thank you we already knew that did we need that can i tell you one thing that i absolutely loved um I, I I did not like this. I, this movie hit a bad spot for me in which I did not like it, but also it wasn't, I didn't hate it enough to even enjoy making fun of it. Like it was just a slog, but I really, really, how often in the theater have you been, or watching a TV show, have you been sitting there and you're like, man, I wish X would happen. And X is something really stupid. And then it just happens on I the hope, screen. I, I hope we're talking about the same thing because I had this. Are we talking about experience. the lady sniffing Jason Momoa's sweater? No, we're talking about very different things, but that is a good okay. one. Okay, this was early in the movie and it bolstered my spirits and then the rest of the movie happened. But this lady picks up Aquaman's sweater and I was like, ha she should smell it. And then she lifted the sweater to her face and they made a meal of that sniff. And I was like, oh, Icelandic lady, I stand with you. I stand with you, and so does everyone <laughs> watching this movie. Because there are a few things that even... Okay, so the general no-fun atmosphere of any DC product can only be lifted by one or two things. One is Jason Momoa. 
because it was wet for a lot of this movie. Yeah, Thank like you. as if as if things weren't really unsubtle enough. Jason Momoa appears on screen, and tides of wetness just appear. Tell me about it, stud. Right, like from the screen, like not just from the screen. Yeah, and. He, by the way, he goes to a village which is supposed to be like Scandinavia, and they're like, ah, oh, these poor fishermen. And I'm like, they got oil, money, and health care. There is no, like, nobody's broke. None of them. They're like, they help them find fish. And I'm like, Iceland Twitter is going to come for you. They will. No one in Iceland needs help finding fish. Those women just like having Jason Momoa around. Shh. Which is Jojo, fine. No, what's the problem? Yeah. I think they were faking. They were faking being poor so that he'd stay. Right? You That's guys need fine. Help? What's wrong? Yes, with that? we need help. We need. You have to take off your shirt. It's part of the help. Help me find the fish. And yeah. then they sang songs for him. I don't, yeah, this man. Is, this Everybody's is a getting exchange. something out of this. Not <laughs> this. This movie Why do in you the have first. It might have been in the first. Well, goddamn. Uh, I don't even. You got to go by percentages. It was within the first third of it that we literally had two different music videos about Jason Momoa taking off his shirt oh. and going into the ocean. Which, like, that was great. fine. Every movie should have at least most, one. Most two, of Jason, two is far more than we deserve. Most of Jason Momoa's scenes in this movie are a cologne commercial. Yeah, like just a straight up cologne commercial. Which Jason is, Momoa also seemed to be the only person who was calibrating his acting correctly to the movie that he was actually in. Yeah, because he the first like two hours of the movie he plays it as a cologne commercial. By the way, has a shirt he found on the bottom of the sea somewhere. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of shirts down there. There's an H and M. There's an H and M in Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he like he finds a shirt at the bottom of the sea, which I was like, ah, oh, that's clever. Uh, but then around two hours in, he starts playing the entire thing as Lawrence from Office Space, right? Hey, bro. Turn on Channel 9. Come on, Flash. Two <laughs> mermaids at the same time. Two mermaids. <laughs> I have to say it again because this is the this is the Snyder cut. Mm, so I'm like, two yes. mermaids at the same time. Two mermaids at the same time. Yeah, like at, at some point he just becomes Brohim. He just is like, yeah, bro. Because yeah, nice he cheers up. He also. He, he's like, in a bad mood and then he cheers up. He also is in the awkward position of, like, with the exception of one fight scene, there's not a lot for Aquaman to do with his natural powers. No, that and was, why that did was... they show him straining to hold back one subway tunnel worth of water? I don't know. Like, was he sleepy? Yeah. That happens yeah. to every guy. I think my only... Pro- <laughs> the, the action scenes I had no real complaint with. As far as fitting them into a story, okay. But yeah. <laughs> how the action scenes played out, if you pretend that there was a great story entryway and exit point, like a great reason for the action scenes to happen, I liked all of them. The one complaint was, like you said, is, is Aquaman is just kind of a guy who's strong. <laughs> the, the, no- other, the other complaint I have with, with the action scenes especially compared to not just the Avengers movies, but some of the earlier DC movies, everything's happening in like a garage or a warehouse. It's all super constrained. And it like, it feels like it really takes a lot of the oomph out of it, especially when you're like, most of these characters can fly or the functional equivalent and where they can move exceptionally fast. And yeah, like what the was sense that shit of, with the Nightcrawler when they can mostly all fly? Yeah, I mean the sense of scale that they 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 keep cramming them into these like very compact and very like low ceilinged air. I don't know for some reason that that just stands in very stark contrast. Like Man of Steel has like these huge fights that happen in the middle of the fucking air in like downtown Metropolis, and obviously Avengers has a bunch of scenes that happen in these like huge open air areas even the the you know um 
the arena fight between Hulk and Thor in Ragnarok, like that feels like a very big space that they're in. And it was, it was very frustrating to be like, well, shit, what the fuck is the flash supposed to do in this? Like, Sam's Club that we're fighting in. They did they did the thing with the Flash that Marvel does with the Hulk, where it's like, if he really applies himself, he's the game breaker. He fucks up everything. So they have to they they give the Flash a lot of busy work, like yeah. Marvel does with the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause you can't have him around the whole time, cause like, like this is actually a thing in like, like <laughs> comics was, yeah. debate. Twitter is like, if Flash is head is in the game, his team wins. Period. Right. right? Like you have a second Superman, basically. Um, so like yeah, they give him a lot of weird busy work and send him outside and stuff. But yeah, the the space thing. The one thing I liked with the space was when they they're in like the abandoned Chernobyl town. So they're able to blow up buildings just for fun, and you don't have any of that weird guilt of, that you usually have watching a superhero movie. So like, that's oh God, another difference between <laughs> this and the original. In the original movie, <clears throat> the one the Whedon version of it. The town is full of people. It's not like <laughs> super populated or whatever. So Flash's job, where Flash's job in this movie is to literally to set, turn back time. Flash's job in the original cut is to push a truck that has run out of gas and has four villagers in it to get them out of the blast zone or whatever. That's literally what, what he does. Yeah, the big the big misstep is exactly what he's saying. Like that, there it's like okay, the world is at stake, but Flash really has to save these four people right now. <laughs> like these guys got to make it. Yes. You don't understand. So one of them has the keys. <laughs> yeah, we need a moment for the trailer to the gas yep. station. Yep. The, <laughs> I I do love the idea of a superhero seeing those four and going, yeah, nah, sorry, it's not your day. <laughs> Batman Sorry. wouldn't have done shit. That's for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, Batman would have. In I'm one still of his... thinking about Batman, like not giving money to any moms during the what Batman. <clears throat> Bat- Batman saves. Batman saves uh, Mama Kent in the farm stupidest fucking way the possible. Fuck- mm. I bought the bank. You didn't have to buy the bank, you dumb bitch. Do you, you not know how foreclosure works, Bruce? But now oh he my can God. fix. It. And now he can fix all the foreclosures, and he surely won't. he will, because we know Bruce Wayne very well. My the the I, so I I watched this with my wife. It was her choice. I want to be very clear, and I think she really detested mm. most of it. But You're at lucky one point, she didn't listen to the show. But I'm going to tell her you said that. That's fair. At one point, she um when when the Flash is talking to Bruce Wayne, he's not in costume, and he's like, "What's your superpower again?" And Ben Affleck, like, looking sleepy and sort of, like, wish, you know, like, he ate a bad hamburger. He's like, I'm rich. And my wife turns to me and says, I don't believe that at all. His energy is that of a man drowning in child support payments. There is nothing about him that feels rich at all. His, it's is... a weird Batman. Like, it's 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 different from, I mean, it's de- very different from most of the movie Batman's <clears throat> in, like, I can't picture this as like a playboy Batman. Like that's no. always part of the character. Yeah. You know? Well, sometimes. Like there there's there's super 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 depressed like um the uh, basically like demon haunted Batman and then there's right. like super cool rich guy Batman. And this is just like divorced guy Batman. Yes. He like, is yeah. he has incredible It's right in the dead middle. Is, he has divorce divorced and didn't get any child visitation rights energy. This is divorced dad taking the kids to Sonic for the second time that day. <laughs> it's happening, so it's a I good just value. Can't, 
I just can't cook. Here's some cheese. Here's some he, cheese fingers. He's Brett Bielema Batman. Bertman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Bert he man. is. Oh, here goes. Yeah, Bertman. <laughs> Bert Bertman. All right. So that's probably how and, Gotham got the home and home against Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't keep the voice straight at all. Like the voice is the voice is hilarious because sometimes it's a little raspy. Like so sometimes Caitlin sounds has like a normal dude. Yeah. Caitlin has a theory on that too. That yeah. That what is Ben it? Affleck? Ben Affleck. Um, they were like, okay, Ben. Like this is the voice we want you to do, and he was like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm just gonna do my voice. You guys fuck with it in post, and that's why it sounds <laughs> inconsistent. Well, that's also like, like they recorded yeah. they they filmed these things with like. Four years apart or something like that. Yes, right. Like he probably walked in like I don't remember the voice. I'm just gonna do my fucking voice. Yes, yeah. It, th- I, don't I will what say, I did. if nothing else, I I truly I'm not even kidding about this. I truly appreciate that Zack Snyder gave us a movie where every other Batman movie or every other sort of like incarnation of Batman is so focused on like Batman doesn't kill. Batman has a line he won't cross. Batman like lives by this rigorous moral code. Zack Snyder gave us a movie where, admittedly, in a dream, but he said it all the same, Batman looked at the Joker and said, and I will fucking kill you. Because it was, yeah, because that's, that's uh, he's, he's scared he will. You see, it's very deep. <laughs> no, he's, he's just yeah, promising no, him. He's just promising him that I will kill you slowly because of a yeah, promise. I was, I, yeah, who hasn't, who hasn't had a dream about promising the Joker that you will hurt the Joker in ways that you have promised the Joker you will not hurt the Joker? It's a very common dream. Freud wrote about it, Ryan. Yeah, yeah my I Joker's know. name is Stephen Godfrey, and it's his fault I watched this movie. This is, this is also where I will point out that the only reason the events of this movie happened are because Batman basically fucking killed Superman. Batman, yeah, what I happened there? I won't kill street criminals. <laughs> fucking killed Superman in so the that, last that's, movie. That's what happened? I mean, they did, Batman begins. They, they, so in this one, they kind, for, for someone who who came in you know, without any foreknowledge Cold, from the movies, yeah. like S- Cerber, you they just implied it? Batman feels bad about I, Superman okay. being dead. I, I, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a crime that Jason, Spencer, and Holly don't know that the reason Batman doesn't kill Superman <laughs> is, is because both right, of their oh, moms yes, Martin yes, knows the name Martha. thing. It's the, yes, yeah. okay, okay. Wait, good. what? But yes. I thought he did kill him. No. So okay. Batman is about to kill Superman, I think, with a kryptonite spear. He what, doesn't why? do that because, because he's decided that Superman is an existential threat to the world. Fair. Huh? That's it. It's like okay. he sees he sees like all the destruction that happens in Man of Steel, and he's like, no more. Can't allow this to happen. Like cool. Batman doesn't fucking level buildings every other night. So so the whole Batman v that's the whole like animating arc of Batman v Superman is Batman decides to hunt and kill Superman. Decides at the last minute not <laughs> to do it. How can you not love that man? Because that's of awesome. the mom. Because uh, yeah, of the I gotta mom. Say, I'm into that. Yeah. And then, and then, and then the like TLDR is wait what super... mo- what mom thing? So so, all right. Oh boy, I hate that I'm having to explain this, but it's fine. Oh, oh, Lex, no, Lex I Luther get it. has Never mind. I yes. get it. Oh, Lex Jesus. Luther has captured for the benefit of the audience. Lex Luther has kidnapped Superman's mother, whose name is Martha. And I never su- noticed that before. Superman, before he's about to die, says, "Save Martha." Batman's mother was also named. Have that many names? That is correct. Batman's mother was also named Martha. So this like confuses him. What happened to her? She's fine. She's (laughs) (laughs) still. 
And I bought the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and then he bought the bank, but she bought the farm. The, the Jesus Christ! What? The short. The short version is: Superman gives his life to stop, um, basically Doomsday. The the guy Doomsday. The the the, 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 the villain, not like the event. Yeah. Yeah. And and in so do so so like. No, Batman doesn't directly kill Superman, but it's because Batman like basically fell for Lex Luthor's complicated plot uh, that Superman is dead. It's worth noting too that in the beginning of this movie, they point out that when Superman screams when he's dying, it's what wakes up all those boxes. In the oh. original cut, correct me if I'm wrong, they don't ever explain why Steppenwolf nice. knows to come get I these boxes. I didn't understand that no. in this movie. I, I think in the original, I think the only thing the original cut rests on is the end of. I think it maybe is like the post-credit scene in Batman v Superman, where Lex Luthor is basically like, "Bad things will happen, Batman." That's it. <laughs> it's super thin. It's super fucking thin. And we're um, supposed to be excited, by the way, that Lex Luthor is on a boat, like with some dude who. Congratulations! They made Joe Manganiello not hot. That's amazing. That um, is the special. That is the biggest special effect. I of do all. like uh-huh. that yeah. they brought. In, yeah, that that guy is the guy that uh, Marvel copied, just outright openly copied for Deadpool. To make Deadpool. So like, yeah. I like uh-huh. the yeah. idea of him being. Who's better? I don't see his movie, <laughs> yes. but yeah, we've <laughs> we've found the better version of this guy already. So that's yeah. fine. That's but, that's the best part. You're like, oh man, they completely ripped it off, and it's better. It's yeah, just better. just like Dark Side and Thanos. Like DC, you've been improved. You may go now. <laughs> yeah, Godfrey said something that chilled me to the bone today. Is that name pronounced Dark Seed? They say Dark Side. I have always read it as Dark Seed because that's how it's okay. spelled. But <laughs> but it is dumb comic, so it's probably Dark Side. If you actually if you go with the German vowel pronunciations, that is Dark Side. Mm-hmm. But Godfrey and, says Dark Seed, so I was and, and That's how I've from, always read it. He is from Munich. Okay. People don't talk about that. Um, how on earth, by the way, do you get to that point in the story, right? Where, we, where we've gone, okay, so here's the bad guy. No, 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 no. It's actually, he's the under bad guy. He's the under secretary of bad guyness, right? Relative to everybody else. It, the he dude doesn't do a thing. I know he's yeah. setting up another movie, yeah. but like, but he's not. They're a not movie that'll never happen. No. Right. So here's what we need, Spencer. We need an eight-hour cut, because I want to see them <laughs> fight Dark Seed. Dark Seed. We need we need the fourteen-hour cut. Yes. So that we can finally get to, so that I can go, man, who is Dark Side? And then Ben Affleck can lazily look to the camera and go, I'm so glad you asked. The origins of Dark Side are in a mystery. And I get like a 15-minute in, in, yeah. in, in the Kevin Smith original film, Clerks. Like, there's no... It, God, I can't tell you how many steps you could cut. Like, there are so many movies that do a good job of artfully explaining the origins of something by either giving you a framework your brain can fill in instantly, like, oh, yeah, that's the bad Back guy. Back to the Future. Back to the Future is the best of this, and it's not even in the bad guy. It's just like, this is the flux capacitor. It's what makes time travel possible. We're moving on now. Yeah. No, no, Backward. no, no, no. No, no, no. Zack Snyder would go, so about the flux capacitor, <laughs> slow-mo shot, 1950s, right? 
Yeah. You'd get a you'd get a ten minute music video about the flux capacitor that dragged down the entire movie and probably used up a third of the visual effects budget, right? Yes. Yeah. The, and then and then when they came back from that, Wonder Woman would go, So that's the flux capacitor then. <laughs> and somebody would go, Yes, that's the flux capacitor. And then they would say Idiots! Just and stupid we need, people. Kid, kid it's we your need cousin it. Marvin. Marvin <laughs> the, Rock. Um, the slow-mo, I think, so, like, I'm good with the patched-together dialogue and the totally unnecessary action scenes and the totally unnecessary expo dumps. Kind of okay with most of the music videos, the slow-mo. We knew oh it was coming God. because we knew what we were in for Ooh. here. Um, the first hour is just lousy with the slow-mo. It's not even cool shit. There's, like, literally a fucking hamburger rolling around on the floor of a truck applied slow-mo to it the and it's even before uh-huh. the sesame flash is doing seed. his thing uh-huh the yeah yeah like so <laughs> if you cut out the slow-mo and therefore bring it down to three hours best picture <laughs> <laughs> best not picture quite of but what it would be it would be a lot better yes it would be a lot better because it's just oh my god there there are parts there was I think there is something there sure wrong. There were parts. There's something wrong with this yeah, man's labeled. brain because there was no proper understanding of how long or short something should be. For instance, yes, the the death knell of Superman wakes up the mother boxes. I cannot believe that sentence came out of my mouth. And Do I y'all did. not have teens? Can we not talk about the scent of mother's boxes? Yes. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I wrote that on my Love notes. That. I wrote Jesus that on my notes. The, the first time someone said, I think it was Steppenwolf, he said, Follow the yeah. scent of the mother boxes, and it's, I'm like, <laughs> it's not a also, problem, amigo. It's also especially funny because <laughs> on every, it, boss. Everybody in this movie has like parent issues. All of yes. like everybody. The one person who arguably doesn't is Wonder Woman, and she's got dead boyfriend issues. But her mom, like, Steppenwolf's like, I killed your mom, right? And she's like, No, you didn't. Which, but like, right, they even try that with her. The- I couldn't tell based on the movie whether or not that actually happened. I don't think it did. Okay. Yeah. It, but I, but I also, agree that like there are the, many interpretations. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. And by the way, like like no a one biblical is biblical case for Batman v Superman. The, the biblical whole, like, case for Wonder Woman's mom being dead. Even at the very end, Aquaman at the very end. You think like, okay, we made it through without any parent issues with Aquaman. And he's like, I gotta go see my dad. dad. <laughs> I gotta go see dad. <laughs> I fucked up his truck the other week. I got to fix it. Oh, my God. I was was drunk and backed into a stump. Even the bad bad guy, even Steppenwolf is basically like, I got to get dad to love me again. I got to conquer Earth. I've been grounded for a billion years. (laughs) That sucks. District manager Darkseid will approve my my promotion. It's not My... even it's not even his dad. It's his uncle. Even worse. <laughs> what? He's seeking the approval of his brand stack. Oh. Uncles. Always uncles. I like it, it just We just should a, have known. Just a sign, by the way, that like everything about this movie was made by a stupid mind. Even the like vast and super intelligent strategies of <clears throat> the mother boxes. When Cyborg has to confront them, and they're like, "Yes, he'll find your weakness," and they're like, "Oh, Cyborg, you can be holding, you can be holding human again." When Holly was like, "When Holly was like, do did you say anything during this movie and then manifest it?" That when that happened, when he was about to go in, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna go see Dumbledore on the train tracks, like Dead Harry did," and that's basically what 
<laughs> yep. Y'all, y'all, I was wrong. Steppenwolf is the nephew, or is no. is the uncle. Darkseid is his nephew. <laughs> wow. wow. Darkseid has become the uncle. I take it back. This movie's great. What See? See? Weird flex. Oh, oh, my God. So he couldn't even... Man, imagine the- kicking your fucking uncle out of the house. Now, yeah. now, now, I would like to say, there is one thing miss. There is one thing that was in the Joss Whedon cut that was not in the Snyder cut that I really, really missed. If any of you mm. want to guess what it is, um, is it Joss Whedon-y? No, it's not. Okay. It's it's Superman's terrible CGI lip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, because, oh. because of Mission Impossible, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because yes. Cavill had a mustache. Yes, Cavill had a mustache for uh, one of the Mission Impossible movies. Couldn't shave it. They had to bring him in for the reshoots, and they it's just. And I believe the original cut opens with like two kids taking like cell phone footage of Superman, and it's just his lip. Like all you can see is the fucking like terrible CGI lip, and I missed it. I wished it was here. Oh, I, well, it, we'll make a like, four-hour, one-minute cut. Thank you. The, the mustache, the mustache cut. I, I really, the the other thing that uh, about that, by the way, that it takes one second for a villain to lose. Like nobody has any kind of ability or capability. Like the mother boxes are like, here, here's your, here's the thing you wanted, mother and uh, Cyborg's like, no, that's not real. <laughs> Yes. Like, game over. It's done. Yeah, like, they so, were like, really easily dispatched. <laughs> really <everything>, easily. <laughs> everything's easy, like none of the combat means anything. Everybody's easily dispatched. Like, and even, even seven, and even even when the villains win, it's not like it takes Flash that long to figure it out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like he's no. just like, oh yeah, I can just reset time. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's wild with four hours. You you could literally have a whole hour of flash battling to back to that point right yes it was but they're four just like hours and he has the ability to reset time and we can't get chris pine back i do like that the the yeah. primary the primary Can thing wonder flash, woman live <clears throat> i do like that the primary thing uh flash has to deal with is rug burns like that's yeah. his <laughs> that's his main weakness i gotta heal <laughs> is that is that why he runs weird i think so does he run weird yeah he runs like a speed oh, yeah. skater yeah, oh, he's okay. he yeah, he's got like really big floppy arm movements and shit. Okay. Yeah. Also um, have uh, by the way, obviously if this is what this movie does, you take the most charismatic actors and make sure that they don't get to do anything interesting, right? Mm-hmm. At all. Like what does he do in his big moments? I'm moving very slowly. Yes, it looks right. like he's on a Nordic track when he runs, <laughs> right? <laughs> Very and he's making slowly. some real weird faces. Yeah, I can't do this much longer. You're the Flash. You can control like speed up to and past the speed of light. Sure. You can do this all day. That's why. That's your problem. That's actually like you don't have to make this bullshit up. In addition to that, by the way, like let's get to like fundamental problem here. The movies look like garbage. This movie looks like trash. Should have had is, Godfrey here. It is dark. It is hard to follow with the eye, and you put it on screen intentionally. The CGI, there is all CGI, right? Like yeah. this is essentially a Pixar, like a dumb Pixar movie, made with with computer animation and like seven real actors 
who dares ever get to inhabit a space and, that actually looks Gal like Gal Gadot. Yeah, and Gal Gadot, whom I love, but who can't, who who, who cannot the, say the most. To that point, the too. most watchable scene I would say is um, the, the Amazon arrival, fight. Yes, the arrival in Themyscira, especially when the fucking like tower collapses into the ocean. That shit looked that great. That was genuinely moving. Yes. Dude, when, yeah. And then when the fight Stephen that Wolf follows throws that. a fucking horse, I was, I was like, yes. okay. Yes. I'm, uh, Zack Snyder, you have my attention. Like, so much of that scene is to me like, why didn't you do more of these things in the rest yes. of the movie? Yeah, the Amazon mm-hmm. fight was really great. You could have you could have done a whole movie about him invading, uh, how do you say their island? I'll never be able to. Themyscira. It Themyscira. has like, it very has nice. tension. It has the whole thing where you think the battle is over and then it's super not. It has like a good climax conclusion. Like, it's so well done and the rest of the battles are like are so I shouldn't Sludge. say pale in in, in comparison Sludge. because they're fucking dark. Yeah. I um this... I think my strategy for this whole movie was to watch it as if it was a video game. Like sure. I'm watching video game cutscenes, mm. right? Cuz like now the yeah. bar has gone down from movie theater to <laughs> the floor, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and like I read a lot of shitty comic books and enjoyed them. So like I'll set the bar as low as I have to. <laughs> I really, there is something to, there, like there's so many dumb. Wait, 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 left. wait, wait, wait. You know who doesn't set the bar low, Jason? The good people at homefieldapparel.com. Oh, thank you. Oh, because right. everything Homefield puts out is high quality, super comfortable, amazing collegiate designs, and shit you can't find anywhere else. Homefieldapparel.com, uh, you know, is permeating its magic throughout the NCAA tournament right now. Please don't check the records on that. They're a little bit spotty in some places. But also, some of the schools that have been knocked out <clears throat> early, Florida, Ohio State, Tennessee, uh, Texas, not home field schools. think that means something. think that probably means a hell of a lot, actually. I don't, um, but <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to live by their mistakes. Florida and Ohio state can't get home field stuff because they refuse to be part of, part of the magic, at least for now. We, who knows what the future holds. You can have home field be part of your life. I don't know, like in a week, in a week and a half, however long it takes to ship to wherever you live, you can get uh crew necks and hoodies in all different colors and designs and schools you can get t-shirts um spencer i saw you the other day on video rock i don't remember what you were rocking it felt like it was a buffalo of some sort of which there are multiple options now i I was that was a north dakota state that i was wearing the other day yeah, yeah a, a classic home field school but i would point out by the way numerous schools that merely got into the tournament i suggest simply because they were home field schools. Alabama. Tradi- that, that is what home field magic means. Yes. Right. Yeah. Traditionally. Yeah. Welcome to the party. Uh, no, I, I was just going to say I'm looking at a magnificent Alabama shirt. Traditionally a basketball graveyard and now one of the most dominant teams in the nation. I say true. thanks to their commitment to the home field lifestyle. And and who did they have to beat to, to, to continue to advance? Maryland. Also, we traditionally think of as a football powerhouse. But thanks to home field magic. Basketball this year. Yeah, I'm doing my best here. Um, you can save 20% off your first order when you use offer code FULLCAST. And 
if you uh, if you purchase anything bison themed, and you, you run into Spencer in the wild, he will pet you gently and tell you that he uh, he sees your spirit and he loves it. I will actually do that. I am going full along with this. If you wear a buffalo themed shirt and see me in the wild, we'll commune. Yep, it might be wordlessly, just so we're clear. I would do that, though. If a total stranger was wearing that and they came up to me and they're like, hey, Buffalo, I would do the the Maury greeting, forehead to forehead, (laughs) quietly, respectfully, and would do it for way too long. Our third eyes open. Right? And then we would simply part ways, having bonded. Sure. Not like four hours long, though. Not like Snyder. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, four hours is a good amount of time for things to spend on happening. What is, what is time? <laughs> because, dude, I, 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 I literally, I, um, so <clears throat> how this started was Cerber posted that he liked the Snyder <laughs> Cut more than he expected to. <clears throat> and uh, we, we, we rushed into the Discord room to say, like, all right, we got to do an episode on this. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if I, I like expected all of us noises. to actually watch it. Do what? I like the little feet noises that you made there. <laughs> oh, we're <laughs> running into the room. Yeah. Oh yeah, I pet, yeah, that patted the table. Yeah, that was all. Um, I don't know if I expected all of us to watch it, but I'll, once I realized everyone else had, I sort of looked up today, like four hours before recording, like ah oh, fuck, <laughs> I guess I need HBO. <laughs> so like yeah, um, <clears throat> but uh, I say all that to say, if you want to be rich like Batman, that's a, of course his superpower. You're gonna need the Acorns app. Batman uses the Acorns app. That's how he buys banks. In fact. Uh, he, he Batman went to acorns.com slash fullcast because he needed $5 to start his humble pile with which to grow an empire that could afford um, spaceships and stuff and friends such as Superman. Superman was impressed by Batman's wealth and decided to come back from the dead to join his team to defeat sparkly Thanos. I bought your mom's house. Can we be <laughs> friends now? <laughs> nephew Thanos is up next. <laughs> Sorry, I killed you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I killed you, but I'm rich, <laughs> dude. The scene where they're lo- where like <laughs> fucking Aquaman and a robot and Wonder Woman are and the and the Flash are loading Superman's casket into the dude. back of a van. Yeah. I'm like, this movie kind of rules. Batman, I'm sorry, <laughs> Batman. Quite frankly, labor. Sorry. <laughs> Batman's yeah. got a back thing going on. Oh, Batman's <laughs> knees hurt. But like, dude, there, there were, there were. You could make an awesome hour and a half out of the stuff in this movie. There's a grave robbing scene involving superheroes. They, That's they, awesome. They exhume Superman and like, <laughs> you know, two of the most beautiful people in the world and a robot are loading his corpse into the back of a van. How are you not entertained right now? Spencer, Think about how, that. Go to acorns.com/fullcast. Spencer, how rich yeah. do you have to be before you're going to be a superhero? Um, I think that vigilante. I need. Let me correct that. I mean, I'm I'm starting to do vigilante business at like, <laughs> at like, I'd say a good 400, 500 mil. That's okay. where I feel comfortable. No, I mean, I want some, I want some. You know, okay, because look at this. Even Batman, who has to maintain a sort of reasonable level of credibility and believability for a character in terms of skill survivability and and 
and things actually happening to him on the plane of reality. He is constantly crashing things. In this movie, Batman crashes like nine vehicles. That's pretty much what Batman spends the most of the time doing, is driving badly. Oh, I'm going down. Oh, crash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I steered this thing the wrong way. Like, Batman, according to Justice League, the Snyder Cut, Batman is an idiot driver. Batman can't steer anything without crashing it for longer than like he kind of has demons crawling all over his vehicle the entire time but that he, said that's why that's also why he has alfred like remote drive most of the cars for him that's the other thing too is that like what a waste of jeremy irons too this is like the worst alfred jeremy irons should have been batman and yes. ben affleck should have yes. been the butler that's what jason should have momoa should have been steppenwolf yep <laughs> hey, bros. Is he shirtless? Yep. Fine. Yep. Yep. Hey, I'm here for the mothers. I'm here for the mothers. I'm here for the mothers' boxes. <laughs> hey, Peter. I'm gonna get that mothers' box. <laughs> Only thing. Hey, I want. you guys, go bring me, bring me the three mothers. Oh, they're out of here. I need all three. One yeah. or two is not enough. <laughs> and then three boxes at the same time. And then we're gonna form. <laughs> the, we're gonna form the unity. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Me, me and the mothers are gonna. Yeah, yeah, and, then, and like the just the the Batman and all of them, they show up and they're like, I mean, I, what are we supposed to do about this? We can't, we can't yeah. stand in the way of love. And then when um, they need affection and attention most, I'm gonna swim away into the ocean. <laughs> I left you my sweater though. Have a have a great day. You're welcome. Thank How you. is three the box? Three How sweaters. Is, three sir? sweaters. How is the box sniffing the sweater? How is this even possible? There's so much stuff well, about the, the smells of the mother boxes. Like it really well, bears repeating because they yes. they repeat it at least once an hour in the movie. That the, the power demons have the boxes sent. I have Just, smelled the mother box. Are you listening to what you're saying? Because <laughs> you said it a lot. Every character in the movie says it at least once. <sighs> I think I'm just going to walk away thinking of this as a four-hour reminder, as if we needed one, that neither Ben Affleck nor Batman has ever eaten ass in their lives. <laughs> um, uh, I have a request. Because yes. we are here, Jason is right, we're here because of, of Cerber. I yeah. would like to give Cerber the floor to give his... To defend his his I don't know like love explain enjoyment. yourself yeah I want to I want to like I want to hear what Cerber has to say that's all well I, I get I guess what I thought was this was this was the best they could do given what they had because I I I'm not particularly a fan of the Justice League in general I'm a fan of all these characters separately uh, and unlike Spencer I'm a, I am a bit of a DC nerd like I DC mm -hmm. Universe subscription I do pay them money every month so that I can access their online catalog. Uh, and there's a lot of shit I like in the comic books. Um, and I thought that given like there was very much a like comic book vibe to this movie that I, that I did enjoy. That being said, I don't think the movie is very good um, because I don't really think many superhero movies are good because it's really tough to pull off like and almost and, and the way to pull it off, I think, is to do something um, like what they've done with Marvel, which is kind of not try and make it like every other superhero movie that's ever been. But like, uh, I, I did think this was a huge improvement over the first one. I liked uh, really like specifically the cyborg and Flash story, and like I didn't expect for anything to make me excited for another movie to come out of this series of things. But I am kind of excited to see the Flash movie with this kid in it. And oh, then, you're doing a Flash movie? 
Yeah, and it's coming out, and allegedly Michael Keaton is going to be Batman in it, which also what? Oh, that's so that's where they do their multiverse thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like a flashpoint okay. thing that's supposed to come up where Flash I guess point. yeah, yeah, that's the deal. Uh, I, I and so he it, Flash is basically going to realize that there's all these other dimensions where there's other Batman, and the rumor is that Michael <laughs> Keaton's coming back for it, and I think that's super badass. Um, but I, I wasn't think it's so awesome sure that they send Flash off to find a better Batman than the one they have. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> This yeah. is a great inspiration. 100%. And I I mean, I was kind of dreading that. Like, I was like, they're going to take something that I really, really like from my childhood, which is the Michael Keaton Batman, and really fucking ruin it um, with this shitty, shitty movie series that they've been doing. Um, but So I left with more hope for that. And then also, yeah, the Cyborg character was just there. Like, to Ryan's point earlier, there, were, there was I, – I only ever watched the first Justice League one time um, because that was enough. But I literally thought, like, I must have gotten up and gone to the bathroom and missed something <laughs> when it comes to Cyborg. Because that's how little they had actually done with the story. And then also, like, his dad, I don't think, doesn't die in the first one. Like, no, there's so the much when his dad doesn't die. There's so much better storytelling with his character in general. Um, and Joe like, Morton is such a good actor. I love Joe Morton. Why are you giving Joe Morton this dumb thing? I just, I think, I, so I enjoyed it on, on all those levels. Um, I do still think, like, there is some stuff about it that I, I, don't, I don't like, that, you know, it is four hours, and potentially they could have just had better dialogue written. Um, God, it, re- <laughs> it, it, it really is four hours. Like, you, you know, yeah. a lot, of, a lot of the Marvel that. movies are very long, too, but you sort of, you watch them and they don't necessarily feel as hefty as you feel every second of these Dude, four yeah. hours, man. I have, in the past month, I have watched all three Lord of the Rings extended versions again. This is a whole other experience. Like, this is <laughs> clock watching. I was entertained the whole time. I did not hate it. I was entertained. Um, I, like, I, yeah, I'd happily cut half an hour for starters, see if that helps. But, like, I, I'm, I'm more on Cerber's side where I, like, I, I, I liked it a lot more than I expected to, which I don't know how... <laughs> but let me really process how much I liked it, but like I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Um but still <laughs> when you have expo dumps after two hours in, it's just it's an experience. I'm I'm kind of glad it something this weird exists, maybe is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I, I, I think that's probably how I feel about it. I, I did also really at every point where I looked up and tried to predict how much time was left, Way there off, was more. Right? Yes. Way off. That was bad. <laughs> yes. Every time you, like, if you watch this movie, every time you pause it, you will say, how have we only watched this much? So you got to do it. I did. You got you got to set it so you don't have any time whatsoever to take breaks. Uh, dude, I did the I did the fucking Snyder Cut challenge where yeah, it was like, yeah. I have four hours, press play. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there will be no breaks. <laughs> the only other thing I wish they had put in the movie, um, I wish in the scene where Superman... Superman is back to life and he's gone home to the farm to sort of like remember who he is and whatever. And he see, his mom comes to see him and he's hugging Lois and he's hugging his mom. And then he's like, I have to go. I wish there was a short scene after that where Lois <clears throat> said to Martha Kent, hey, thank you so much for coming to visit me. That really meant a lot. And then Martha said, I didn't do that. What are you talking about? And then just cut. 
Next scene, immediately, because the Martian <laughs> Manhunter bullshit is so fucking useless. Yeah. This, is uh, yeah, yeah. this is another waste of a good actor. Why do you bring Harry Lennox in there? Oh, man, mm-hmm. that was... What a waste. He's tremendous. Was... Uh, Martian Manhunter is a god. Martian Manhunter just strolls up and is like, uh, yeah, by the way, I'd really like to be a part of this story four <laughs> hours in. <laughs> Yeah, I've decided they, they that They set like, up so many movies that'll never happen. I love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Which, again, they knew before they put this thing out. So what yeah. are you doing? The, yeah, because it's Zack Snyder saying, oh, look at what you could have had. <laughs> this could have had so much more Zack Snyder <laughs> content. You could have had so and much like, more of this. I think part of it is I'm viewing this as like, like Zack Snyder as a person, like, ah, no thank you. I don't like any of his other movies. But like this thing in and of itself, so fucking bizarre. I'm glad it exists. Okay, so this is this is my thing with DC. Are you ready? Okay, so Martian Manhunter, that character, that character is essentially a god. He is insanely powerful. He has all of the powers, but they ha- needed to give him a weakness. Okay, in Remember? the comics, they need to give him a weakness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they needed to give him a weakness. So the original weakness of the Martian Manhunter, because IBS. again, crippling <laughs> IBS. Dude, that would make a lot more sense. <laughs> that would be a lot. Right. Cerber. What's Martian Manhunter's original weakness? Do you remember? No. Fire. (laughs) Fire. What? They make a dude who can travel through interstellar space and basically reconstitute matter as he sees fit and has every power in the world. They're like, yeah, but but he's vulnerable to fire. (laughs) Fire hurts, man. Which is only the second dumbest weakness of a major DC hero that being the green lantern whose weakness is the color yellow mm-hmm. <laughs> boy dc man because i was gonna i mean superman's up there too superman is up there too on the stupid weaknesses but, but superman at least oh. at least this with is why Crypt- they're called comic books because that shit is hilarious i'm not at least, done, with, Crypt- by the way, I'm at least not- with kryptonite they have the decency to be like this is hard to find the color mm-hmm. yellow is fucking everywhere. <laughs> there, fires everywhere. There's a, there's also, the tonight is like the essence of his home world. That's like you rubbing dirt on somebody and then being like, "Ow!" <laughs> there's a great, there's a great panel in like a in this Frank Miller Batman story called Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder, where they are basically gonna like get a hold of Green Lantern and strip him of his powers, and they literally just paint this one room fucking yellow. The table, oh, yeah. the chairs, every fucking thing. And then Green Lantern walks in, and he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> literally, <laughs> Green Lantern can be defeated by Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> he could be defeated by a crossing guard in a reflective vest. Dude, he, could, he would he lose could be defeated to, by would, the L.A. Lakers. He would lose yeah. to Iowa. Green Lantern would lose to Iowa. Yeah, and and no. I, by the way, not done with Martian Manhunter because it gets dumber. Martian Manhunter. Then they then sort of rewrote the weakness to. Well, it is dumb that he's vulnerable to fire because see everything else. No. Now he just has a fear of fire, even though he's okay with it. That's <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Idiot. It can be hard when you've I had been weak, a, I had weak a bad experience, okay? I ate yeah, a I bunch of a, fire once and I was pooping for days. Traveling through the universe at the speed of light and reading minds along the way, I happened to run into an enormous ball of fire called the sun, which came out of nowhere. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. I will, say, I will say, I think 
this this movie in this iteration was the per, is the perfect thing for the time we live in right now, which is one of the most exhausting and depressing and dark and frustrating like years that we have collectively been through. And also one of the most like temporally um, loose. Like, no, we never know what time it is. We never have any sense of like, you know, <laughs> we never what know how much time is. is left. No. And, and like, in a weird, I, I think if this had dropped a year ago or a year from now, I don't think it would work. But in a very weird way, like, the thing Jason is identifying, I'm glad this weird thing exists. It's like, yeah, man, it might have, after every dumb thing that's happened over the last 12 months, we might as well get a four-hour Justice League where Zack Snyder can do whatever he wants, including set up multiple sequels that won't happen. Yeah. I also, the, I think the one other thing I like, um, and I'm really not trying to, like, overly praise this movie, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm never going to watch it again, but the other thing I like is now that the Marvel movies have just completely dominated superhero movies, it is nice to get the kind of the opposite version, which is not my preferred version, but it is still nice to temper it a little bit. You know, like, let's take a break from the quippiness. And especially if a DC, remember these characters are big, serious, heavy gods and all that. And like for, for, for one sit through, um, to get, you know, uh, these characters are just metal video gods and it's i guess it's nice to remember the other way movies can go and now it'll be refreshing to get some jokes again next time i guess <laughs> so let's just so so every 20 marvel movies dc gets to make one movie how about that sure that seems like a fair thing. I did actually have one other thing I liked about the movie and that was a scene involving hot dogs and time slowing down yeah yeah like, Dude, that's, I, that's, I, like can that's you imagine the, weird scene the gif of that scene because it's a woman flying through the air with hot dogs flying at her and it's like oh yeah that's what that's like every lady's dms right <laughs> right and the flash grabs yeah. one so you can feed the dogs but like th there's absolute so, somebody absolutely is gonna grab that gif i did love the deep weird of that i felt like maybe that was accidentally weird i don't feel like Zack snyder is ever intentionally weird or funny but having the hot dogs floating around him and like a cart in the air and like he looks up and sees a hot dog and he's like oh okay cool hot dog the single effervescent sesame seed that got its own shot there's a really good david lynchian shot of the hamburger that the, the garbage truck driver drops where he looks down and the gar the hamburger looks like the most important and dramatic thing in the world. It's like the hamburger of it's, the damn. It's yeah. like super well lit on the bottom of this truck floor. It is. It, it's a beautifully lit hamburger, and it looks like honestly, it looks like on like if God had dropped the key to heaven itself. That's how it's lit and shot. And Zack Snyder is like, yo, this hamburger's super important. And you know Bruce. the cinematographer's like, yeah, dude, we're going to make this hamburger look like Brad. We're going to make it look like Brad Pitt in Legends of the Fall. We're going to make it look like the most beautiful thing This is you've the ever most seen, fuckable man. hamburger you've ever seen, man. I do, do, do. Bring me the mother burger. <laughs> I love how accident like that's the thing is that if you put somebody behind the camera and you go give me four hours of footage you're gonna accidentally create something beautiful and you're gonna accidentally create something really funny. You will. That's my review as well. 
Exactly. Like it's <laughs> like when people go like, "Man, like this this songwriter is so good." You're like, "Yeah, they've written 800 songs. One of them had to be good." Just on accident, right? <laughs> There's four hours of Justice League. There's something in there that you're going to like. Yeah. I happen to find the majestic scene of a burger dropped on the floor of a garbage truck to be very beautiful. I thought it was the best shot scene in the entire movie. And then There's there was another three hours to go. <laughs> if it had just been three hours of burger quest, I would have been down for that. <laughs> That, was that, that guy's truck like blew up or something. No, that was the, the other vehicle. The, the, car, the, so, the car. So, so there yeah. we go. Another movie has been set up. Burger yeah. guy. Yeah. Burger Quest. We Mobile got we got we like, got I burger we got a burger guy movie, a Joker movie, a Batman Nightmare Murder movie, um, Dark Seed movie, uh, fake Deadpool original Deadpool, fake Deadpool movie. There's yep. so many fucking movies that are never Flash gonna movie. Apparently. Flash movie. Yeah. But apparently that has happened. But cyborg. I agree. Cyborg. A cyborg movie that could work, even though you've already done the whole story, but. Yeah. Here's here's my question. If you took Batman out of this movie completely, the plot all still happens almost exactly the same way, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I was asking. Where was he during the last battle? But I, like how I would they remember. have come together? No, I mean they, I didn't see him. I think Wonder Woman would have gone and found everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think Batman was checking like Tinder. Right. So, like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she did Batman find Cyborg. Batman meets she Wonder f- Woman, and he's like, can you type? <laughs> she found Cyborg. She, yeah, like, that, was the, that was, like, the funniest part is Wonder Woman was Googling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, you, don't, you, don't you, can't Robin do this? <laughs> nope, can't. Batman's just like, I know Joker's behind this. I'm going to find him. <laughs> like, I, I mean Wait, this. Wait, also, in which of these movies did Robin die? They don't show that. They just, they so, just establish. Are you fucking kidding me? Holly, in Batman v Superman, they establish a few key things. One, Robin is dead. Two, Joker killed him. Wait, three, who was, who was three? Who was Robin? We don't know. Three. We don't even know, we do we know, know which? Hold do we on. know which nope. Robin? Nope. 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 All we know is this. All we know is that we know that Robin is dead and that Joker killed him because in the Batcave, Batman keeps like in a glass display case the armor that Robin was wearing when he died that is like spray painted with Joker's ha 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 bullshit. Wow. Like he ke- he keeps his his like corpse on that's not weird it's it's a it's a real stretch that they're assuming people know about very specific yes. comic book art yeah because there's the death in the family story in the comics where basically readers voted to kill robin they were like right they were like all right you have the opportunity do you you don't like this new robin which was jason todd since dick grayson had become nightwing nightwing yeah they were like call in or write in i can't remember which one it was if you want this dude to die and everyone did. They were like, we hate this guy. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. they killed him. But that's like a Twitter poll that Hartzell puts up. One hundred percent let's let's put it up on the poll. Uh, but no one would like, you're right. They're letting they're like assuming that people just fucking know that that went yes. to see Justice League. That's yes. awesome. That's and awesome. that's and that's if you like that that's something they hoped you know if you saw Batman v Superman. If and even that is like okay, you have to fill in some context there. If the only movie you saw was Justice League, like you got nothing. You yeah, got no like, help. Like that, watching this one, I got to that part and I was like, oh, I, I don't. Who did they cast as Robin? Right? Nope. <laughs> like I'm happen. familiar enough with the stories where like Joker kills Robin, but like 
movie-wise, I had no idea there even was a Robin. So it's really awesome to learn there actually wasn't. <laughs> this is this is, I believe, like maybe there's a scene in Suicide Squad that, but at least in like this arc, this group of movies, this is the only one of the movies where Joker and Batman and Ben Affleck Batman appear together. That's correct. And it's and, in the weird fucking dream where they're like, oh, I'm darker than you are. <laughs> gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Bat- Batman said he's gonna fucking Batman kill Batman said fuck. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Batman I saw, did a Dude, I was watching the captions before it popped up and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Hon- honestly, he's the best say it. The best part of the post, of like the, the nightmare sequence the post-apocalyptic whatever is that you know society has fallen superman is evil whatever why is batman still wearing his fucking mask <laughs> who are you hiding from at this point dude also, that's really gonna make you stand out yes yeah, yeah like you're got- trying to avoid superman maybe you should cut down on those bat ears <laughs> i have sensitive skin I'm balding. <laughs> if they see that I'm Bruce Wayne, everyone's gonna know I have that super sweet lake house. You know, by the yeah, way, if, this- if they see I'm Bruce Wayne, they're gonna ask me for money. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to give the poor mothers a hundred thousand dollars, like Cyborg. Meanwhile, did. Cy- yeah, meanwhile, Cyborg, by the way, is the Damn biggest it, Cyborg. En- the biggest enemy, by the way. If you want to talk about like Batman, Batman like deciding to ice Superman because he thought he was a threat to civilization. The biggest threat to Batman, period, is Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg gonna... could just erase his net worth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. go on the net and give it all to poor Ooh, mothers yeah. and Batman's... That would be a great fucking movie. Yeah, Batman yeah. like like Cyborg. Make that movie. Cyborg is like Batman's Antifa wealth. Superman, right? Yes. Like that yes. is that I is feel like what th- Cyborg so is. I feel like there's a lot of Batman who would object to that. Affleck Batman, I kind of picture picture him like fuck it, what take, fine. take it. It's, it's fine. fine. Who cares? Oh no, I know where I I know where Zack Snyder's taking this though. Like he would, we would go. Yeah, you should just make Cyborg Antifa Superman, and then you have a natural conflict between Batman, inherited wealth, complete asshole, and then you and Cyborg who wants to give all of his money away to other people. Um, that's not where Zack Snyder would take it. You know where he would take it? Oh yeah, Cyborg would get into crypto. That's what it would be. He'd, be like, yeah. no. He'd turn Cyborg into a crypto bro, right? And be like, currency is where it's at. And Cyborg would be like, no, it's all on the blockchain. That's where <laughs> dumbass Zack Snyder would take it. In that's probably how he classes. defeats Dark CIE. Yes. Yeah, that's that is yep. crypto. They buy him out. I hit you with a Bitcoin, Ray. <laughs> Stupid movie. But we're glad it exists. At least two of us. (laughs) 